Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We have to go to the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline and bring in, uh, you know, one of, a brand new guest. And, you know, I'm always happy to talk to brand new guests. And, and she's definitely um, somebody I've been trying to really get a hold of. Angelina Adams. She's the um, administrator at the Cleveland Browns. Uh, we Bark Together blog and also a contributor on Dogs by Nature. Angeline, how are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful, Garrett. I'm so excited. I can't even tell you how stoked and honored I am to be on your show Thank you for a wonderful invite. And, you know, anytime. You know, I'm a big fan of your work, um, and, and obviously there's a lot of people who are a big fan of your work, so I'm, I'm super excited to have you on. Um, you know, I want to talk to you a little bit about the Browns and, and their season. First of all, um, you know, one of the guys who looks to be getting a nod of confidence from the Browns is Baker Mayfield. He's a guy who, uh, you know, struggled last year. Some attribute that to, uh, you know, injuries. Some attribute it to, you know, just poor play. Um, what are your thoughts on, on the way the season ended for the Browns and, and them kind of backing Baker Mayfield moving into the 2022 season in his fifth year? Well, that's an excellent question, and I, I say that I have many thoughts. I think um, being the administrator of a um, – being the administrator of a Brown fan group, it gives you a unique perspective. And I tell you, I think the fan base is so split here. I think there's still a lot of uncertainties when it comes to Baker. I think for the most part, um, fans are hoping for the best. Um, certainly the, the 2020 season was better than the 2021 season. What we're wondering is why. That's the big question. Um, you have some people that are just have completely disengaged with Baker. If you understand what I'm saying, they're thinking we've seen the best that we have. Other people are saying the poor play was due to the injuries, the shoulder injury, which even um, Keenum came out recently and said it was worse than everyone thought. So when it comes to Baker, you know, they've just decided to go ahead with the fifth-year option. So it is what it is. That's a, that's a little bit of a tough call. I, I love the fact that you 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 got the the correct, uh, you know, atmosphere and temperature of the fan base because when yes. you look at it, it seems like there's half of the city on one side – half of the city on the other side and and, and nobody is willing to uh, move, shake, do nothing. Either you love Baker or you like, listen, he's the worst thing I've ever seen and you're ready to move on for him. Well, you know, Cleveland, Cleveland fans, we're just so temperate and we're so well-behaved and well-spoken. I mean, come on. We are, there's a reason we are the best fan base. I don't care what anybody says. We are so passionate. Um, myself, my father who raised me, he had no sons, so I had to fill it. He was a diehard 
Cleveland fan, Browns fan, and we're just a, we're just very passionate people. The sad thing that I, I I don't like is that sometimes we let our passion override our intellect and mm. override us being more objective. And you know, I don't like I don't like us to come from a place of hate or anything else like that. As far as Baker is concerned, I just think we have to remember that it's business. I mean, it's business. I think we should ride with our players for sure, but I also think we should be able to take an objective look, um, stats and facts, um, and bring in the other factors that, you know, show whether he should be here or whether he should not. But I also think that we should be consistent with that type of assessment when we look at other players like a Jarvis Landry. Because I have to be honest with you, I don't mean to change the subject, but I do see some real inconsistencies in the way we view Jarvis Landry's injuries and his play as a result with Baker Mayfield and so, you know, that kind of lack of objectivity, it bothers me a bit as, a, as an administrator, I have to say. Hey, now, listen, you, you, you segue right into, you know, one of the questions <laughs> where you must be on my notes. Are you, you must be looking at my notes. <laughs> or, or, no, we're just right here. We think alike. Clearly. <laughs> I will, uh, you know, I'm all about the Browns. What can I say? Yeah. I have to give a shout out to Barry Shook, too, with um, SB Dogs by Nature. I don't want to forget to do that. He's oh, amazing. listen, Barry, to me, Barry is one of the best to do it in the game. Um, as far amazing. as his, his historical standpoint, he has a recall. I mean, I sit down with him, in, and I did an hour-long interview, and this dude was just bringing it back and forth. Like, I, it was it was completely amazing. I, you know, well, he's I, a cheat code, and I, I'm, I'm jealous of that. He's a real cheat code when it comes to stuff like that. That's, you want to keep somebody like that in your holster. My yes. son, Daryl Adams, is very much like that with bringing – and just pulling him. People think he's Googling that stuff, and it's just right off the top of it. I think it's a gift. If, if I had – if that was a superpower, that would be my superpower. I, I want I want that recall. I want that I like recall. That. Yeah. I like that. Uh Jarvis Landry, uh speaking of, uh, he was a guy who really gave his all to the city. I think he was the first really big name guy that, that when they got Jarvis Landry, my brother emailed me and he said, Yo, couldn't we get Jarvis Landry from Miami? And I said, Well, listen, I mean, the Browns track record has not been going to get big name receivers, but when you look at it, he was the first guy to come in. I think he gave the Browns cachet. I think he mm-hmm. gave the Browns a, a dynamic player. And I think he gave the Browns that swag to say that Cleveland is turning this thing around. I, it's unfortunate at this point um, that they want to bring him back. I've been very – it looks like they're not going to bring him back. But I've been very vocal on saying that I think they should and try to negotiate it. I, and you brought up a point. I do believe uh, there is some inconsistencies in terms of you know, it seems like there's some individuals that believe that, you know, other positions are expendable. And that's why the same level of uh, courtesy is not given to Jarvis Landry when he says, hey, I was not 100 percent. I didn't play. Uh, I played with these amount of injuries, too. But it seems like people didn't really, uh, you know, given that same leash that they gave Baker. You know, I agree with everything that you're saying. And the and the thing that bothers me the most, even when I'm writing is consistency. I need people to be more consistent. And I'm not understanding this. First of all, rejection is a terrible thing, and nobody wanted us. Let's just keep it real. Let's just tell the truth. After the Johnny football debacle, mm. after the Ray Farmer debacle, all of that, Cleveland was a laughing stock. Kyle Shanahan ran out of here and didn't want anything to do, goes to Atlanta, takes them to the Super Bowl. I still can't get over that. But let's just keep it real about the state that we were in. Jarvis Landry was came in and said, you know what, I want Cleveland. I'm proud to be in Cleveland. I want to play here. Now, let's, this is where the inconsistency comes in. Now, the, the whole people, so many people, fans on the site, on my webpage, on my website, the first thing that they talk about is Odell Beckham. He never wanted to be here. He never, 
Okay, so if that's a negative for Odell, why is it not a positive for Jarvis? <laughs> we know Jarvis wants to be here. And we talk about letting Jarvis go. That I can understand the first thing people hit is money. Um, I can understand people saying that things should be restructured. But I think that we do not want to minimize his leadership qualities. We don't want to minimize with what's going on with OBJ leaving pretty much who wants to come to Cleveland. If you're talking about a Devontae Adams that's used to Aaron Rodgers throwing from him, um, is he going to be running in here? If you're talking about um, the free agency, if you, you think um, Sammy Watkins, they're going to come from being thrown the ball from Aaron Rodgers and a Lamar J- Jackson to coming into a place where Odell literally told Von Miller, who, which I wish we could have, don't come to Cleveland. Jarvis wants to be here. He literally came out and said, I want to be here. And I think people are extremely inconsistent when it comes to him. Now, if we, I know we're going to save about, what is it, like 14, about 14.8, Garrett, I think we're yeah. looking to save. Mm-hmm. But if you're telling me that we can go out and get a wide receiver that's a, a former Pro Bowl at that, comes back from an injury, still wants to play. Baker Mayfield's not the only one that was playing through injuries. If you're saying we can get somebody of that caliber, have at it. I don't know why you wouldn't keep somebody that's already invested. He's not a problem in the locker room. He's good off and on the field. I am pro-juice. Let's go, juice. Mic drop. That that that's 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 the mic dropping after that comment. Uh, you know, I I couldn't agree more. Um, I think you, I think the the thing that you said um, that really resonated with me is, hey, if you got a guy that's already in your system, he yes. already is a good locker room guy, and you already are going to draft another receiver. What better receiver to learn from than Jarvis Landry? I also go. I also yeah. go the route of saying too, if you really are 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 a pro Baker and you really think that he 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 played last year because of injuries, and you really yeah. think that he has a chance to be a, a great quarterback, why would you not want all the weapons possible for him yeah. to produce in twenty twenty two? Why would you Absolutely. Why would you want to play with all rookies? Because that's not going to give him the best uh, opportunity. Uh, you, you know, to show his 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 best, uh, you know, best side and what he can do. Uh, going to the draft a little bit, you know, we talked about receivers, and obviously it looks like they're going to be uh, in the market for a receiver. Who, in terms of 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 the the draft positioning, are you thinking that they might draft? Now, it, it doesn't have to be position, or it doesn't have to be a player. But um, there are some people that that, that do prefer uh, a certain wide receivers. There, it's a good receiving class. Uh, the Browns do have a lot of holes. Uh, they do have defensive line. We don't know if Clowney's coming back. The whole Malik uh, McDowell situation. We don't know what's going on with that. Uh, you know, I, I say that the Cleveland Browns have always needed a middle linebacker and obviously mm-hmm. receiver. Uh, where do you stand on what the Browns uh, need to do in the offseason free agency and even in the draft? Well, I'll tell you, I love that we were talking about Maybe uh, Hopefully we can come back and talk about the Jarvis Landry situation because I have a few more things to say about that. But I will say, when it comes to the draft, I uh, this is another thing that's just bananas to me. We want to get rid of Jarvis, but we're looking to bring wide receivers in. Well, let me tell you, I'm a diehard Buckeye fan. OH all day. So, you know, I'm not even talking about any receivers except our boy, <laughs> Garrett Wilson. Let's go. Let's go. And Chris Olave. I'm not getting on this. I'm not getting on your program talking about anybody else except the Buckeye receivers. So you know that I, I'm with the Buckeye receivers. But but can I just say this about drafting a wide receiver that I don't necessarily agree with that? Mm-hmm. I don't care what anyone says. They're still green. They're still rookie, rookies. 
they're not veteran players like a Landry. They don't know you don't know nothing, you don't know anything about them. They could be a bust. Hopefully they won't be. Um, if you look if you think about what I think to do as far as the draft is concerned, I would more be looking at um, a linebacker certainly, and I'm always wanting to strengthen the line because Baker needs more time. Period. I mean that's all there is to it. We don't want him, you know, rushing and moving with the pocket collapsing on him all the time. So I definitely think we need um, a middle linebacker. We're vulnerable in the middle of the field. So if I was looking um, to draft, I would look at players like Dean, Lloyd, um, Smith, uh, any any of those. I think they're good prospects. I think it's better to get those um, linebacker positions as well as um, an offensive lineman from the draft because they're young. You know, veterans, they take so many hits. Their bodies go down. So there's nothing like um, young, fresh talent that you can develop. And, you know, we've got Miles Garrett there uh, to, to direct the, the defense, and I, I think it's a win-win if you're going through the draft for that. You know, I, I think one of the things that you can do, and I've always said this, uh, if you're going to – you have to pair, you know, the free agency with what you're doing uh, as with the, some of the young guys. If you can – and that's always – for me, and I hate going back to receiver, but if you can get, I'm fine with it. If you're going to say, okay, we can't get, uh, we're going to not keep in Jarvis Landry, but I, give me Amari Cooper, sure. Now I can ooh, talk with you. Because, ooh, 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 what is Dallas doing? Oh, my God. I, 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 I'm and, 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 you know, Whoa. From, I'm, I'm, and I'm, I look at it from a standpoint of saying, okay, and they're going to try to sign Michael Gallup, and he's coming off an ACL injury. And I'm confused. Oh, and, and well, you know that's a game changer. That injury, you better, you better. I mean, pre-injury form with that. Good luck with that. You, you know, and, and we saw Odell Beckham Jr. in the Super Bowl have to rehab this same knee back oh, to back man. years. Uh, oh man, yeah, terrible, it, it's, terrible. It, it's one of those things that if you can get a receiver, um, I'm interested in getting a receiver, keeping a receiver that we got, or going down to get an yeah. Amari Cooper, and then you yeah. can add and possibly get something in this in the second round. Uh, as well, let me ask you this really quickly. And, and first of all, we, we're talking to uh, Angelina Adams. Uh, she is a contributor at Dogs by Nature um, as well. She's contributed to a, a couple articles there. Um, you guys make sure you go definitely check out her work. Um, when you look at Kevin Stefanski, we've even talked about it in the studio. What 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 do you make of the flip flopping of Kevin? One year he's the coach of the year, he's the darling. My goodness um, gracious! And what, now all of a sudden it's it's you know he should give up the play calling, you know. Kind of where do you stand on on how the fans are are, are viewing uh, Kevin Stefanski? Well, I think that if his name wasn't Kevin Stefanski, you're going to have a core of fans that just because we've had so many change coach changes down through the decades, they're going to be like leave him in. And I, I, I am not saying that I want to get rid of him. I want to keep him. I'm not, I, I don't want him leaving Cleveland. But I'll tell you this, if um, he did turn out to be ineffective, I'm not, I don't care if I moved five times. If I move into a house and discover there's black mold, I'm moving out. So that, what I think about him, is, it still remains to be seen. I am just not too impressed with head coaches um, calling plays. I mean, this is going to sound kind of rough for someone, and it always makes an explosion in my Facebook group, Cleveland Browns, We Bark Together. But I think that some of the problems with the players have come from bad play calling. I mean, how do you execute a bad play? Not well. And so I think that Baker, I think that OBJ, I think that Landry, 
some of the heat that they have taken as far as um, their performance has been from the beginning because of bad play calling. And I think that Stefanski has kind of been able to go under the radar as far as that's concerned. Um, we know Baker wasn't his you know, choice. He, he inherited Baker. So I'm not sure what that relationship is. I know he's saying we're going with, you know, Baker, I'm with Baker. But when it comes to Stefanski, I don't think you can say there's a lot to be remain to be known about Baker without being consistent and saying the same thing about Kevin Stefanski. Uh, I, I agree with the play calling. Play calling is so, so difficult. One of the things that you look at and when you talk about a play caller is their ability to go off script. You know, first 15, oh. first 20, that's fine. You, you've you been working on those plays all week. But what do you do when teams are outside the scripting? They've made adjustments, and now you're freelancing. Because I call that, if, you, if, you like, if you're in the hip-hop, I call that freestyling. Yeah. When you, when you and, have and to you, freestyle you know, a play, it's different. Do it well. Yeah. Some people don't do it well, and I'm so glad you said that. Miles Garrett called it out on the defensive side with Woods. And I'm telling you, we have a real problem with making adjustments. You you have to be able to do it. That's what they call it in um, freestyling and acting. They call it improv. And in a moment, and, and, and let me say, too, some of the best scenes have come from improvisation. But we've got to be able to look and make adjustments. When we see someone running the score up on us, what are we going to do? Yeah. And I think that's <laughs> been a frustration with fans for sure. Uh, l- listen, and I, I'll tell you what. And, and last question um, before we go. We've got about 60 seconds here. Your gut feeling on um, where the Browns uh, will will end up next year. It looks like the Steelers are going to have to draft the quarterback. Uh, Lamar Jackson is coming off a little bit of injury in a down year. But, you know, you look at a team like the Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Burrow, who are, are yeah. pretty much the darlings of, of the world, you know, because of what they were able to do with Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow. What is your yeah. gut feeling on where, where Cleveland will end up on a packing order going into 2022? I think they have a tough. I, I think they have a tough route ahead of them. That's what I think. I think Burrow. I think Burrow is going to be around for a long time, and that's a cheat code with Chase. Um, uh, we don't know uh, certainly who who Pittsburgh is going to draft, but we know one thing: Tomlin's over there. <laughs> he's had a winning season every year that he's been in Pittsburgh. I mean, uh, I, I think there's a lot to remain seen, and we've got to get this together. We certainly have got to figure out what's going on with Baker. We've got to get the wide receivers in. Um, Kevin Stefanski is going to have to make a, a decision if he's going to keep calling players or not. If Woods is not able to make adjustments to the defense and frustrating arguably the greatest defensive player in the league, who I'm going to always going to say is our guy Garrett, there's going to have to be an adjustment that made there. So if the coaches can't make the adjustment, then make the adjustment in the coaches. But I think that the Browns, I'm, I'm optimistic because I'm a dog and I have to be. But I think that there's a lot that remains to be seen, and we've got a tough road ahead of us with so many variables. Angeline, tremendous job. Tell everybody where they can read your work uh, and, and catch up with you and also follow you on Twitter. SB Nation, Dogs by Nature. I have a feature coming out on Monday where I do an assessment of the safeties of the Cleveland Browns. I'm excited. Also, check out my uh, Facebook uh fan base page it is cleveland browns we bark together garrett i cannot thank you i I can't tell you how much i thank you for this opportunity and another shout out to barry thank you so much it's Uh, been an honor it's been my pleasure to have you on the show very talented and thank you so much for coming on on a saturday with me wonderful my pleasure have a good one 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.